0: Success stories and interviews with game changers and thought leaders who have overcome both in life and in business. Welcome to Vertical Momentum. Welcome back, VM Nation. I am your host, Richard Kaufman, also known as the Comeback Coach. Guys, this episode is going to be life-changing. If you guys are sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're ready to practice optimal health, you need to listen to this episode. The gentleman we're going to talk to put out an amazing book. I've read it since I knew we were going to be talking to Dr. Flynn, my friend. How are you?
1: Doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be with you guys.
0: Oh, I'm so pumped. You know, um, because, you know, I'm a 53 year old man, spent 23 years in the military. And as you know, once we stop working out, we kind of get soft, we get pudgy, pre diabetic, all this good stuff. And this is the time, I think, to start getting healthy again, especially during COVID, after COVID. So that's mm-hmm. why i to have you come on and talk to us. Tell us a little bit about yourself and talk to us about how you became the man that you are today.
1: Well, it's quite an interesting story. It happened from several events that happened, not only in my life, but then some things that transpired a little bit later, but, um, I was a sick kid and, uh, I was diagnosed as a juvenile delinquent when I was in third grade, you know, today they'd consider that more Asperger's or autism and ADD and ADHD and all those things. And, um, but they didn't really have many things to help back then. So you just dealt with it. Well, through my own health and my own ventures of having the things that like, how I felt like my skin was crawling, my brain was going a hundred miles an hour, you know, I, I couldn't focus. and, and uh, which led me to realize that I had some things happen and the medical field the medical field itself was trying to help, but it, it consistently failed. And it started to me realize to go, OK, listen, um, there's got to be something else. And but we didn't have anything. I grew up in a little small northern town, Wisconsin, like I'm still in Wisconsin today. But, you know, I grew up in a little small country town and we we're just simple country folk, you know, just a uh, good family, mom and dad, two sisters. And it started my venture because at 13 years old, I started to realize that the answers that was given weren't sufficient to me recovering. And and I always said to people, say, well, doc, you know, if we fast forward what you have today, um, people say, well, how did the company become international from a little small country guy to what we're doing today? And I said, because you know, something is this, if you you ever look at the people that have done great things, they're problem solvers. You know, there's people always have problems. Well, if you can be the solver of that problem, then guess what happens? People are going to search you out. So here I'm 13 years old and, no way has solved my problems. I'm going, this sucks. People don't understand what I'm going through. So I started that search and I started to, to move away from the medical field and what people would more call the natural field, which I do hate that term, but it's probably the best way to describe it because all healthcare is really natural and the rest is just chemical and manipulation and things like that, uh, which I believe is needed. But you know the fact that uh, I was not getting answers for them so then I started my search for that, and that led me to go to college and finally figure out things that were going on with me that way. And, uh, you know, my, my background, obviously, I went to nutrition, I went to immunology uh, because of my history. I went to chiropractic school, went to, uh, I continued my school after. Um, it's a whole long story on that alone. But the, the idea is this, but then what, what led to really giving me some public attention, in 1999, I met this beautiful woman, and guess what? She was told that she couldn't have children. She suffered from endometriosis, ulcerative colitis, cystic acne, cluster headaches. And once again, she was seeking good doctors that cared. But they're all from the same thinking of the medical realm. So she just kept on going to a different doctor, trying to get another opinion. And they kept on telling the same things. Once again, problem presented, nobody was a problem solver. So then I started to look and go, not only did I realize that they Didn't know how to help me recover, which I've recovered fully from what I suffered with. But on top of it, this woman who now is my beautiful wife, um, everybody missed the boat on her. And our our medical system still misses that dramatically. Now, once again, I'm going to explain the difference in why Medicare care should be used and things like that. So it seems like I'm being a little tough on them right now. But a lot of people listening right now might be going through the same thing, that they're just being managed and, and and getting through the day well, they don't realize that that vibrant health and life is on the other side yet when you're sick and suffering it's hard to get through a darn day so it just stemmed from becoming a problem solver but looking at healthcare dramatically different from what it is even still to this day
0: you know and i, and I love that and you know because and, spe- and i especially love that you talk about you know chronic disease yep you no know, because um uh, I'm a 53-year-old man, diabetic, so I, I'm, I'm totally um, getting everything you're talking about. And, you know, like I'm reading a book by, or listening to a book by Mr. James Clear, uh, Atomic Habits. And a lot of it, I think, the sickness that we have today are have a lot to do with our having habits. And I'm yep. sure we're going to get into that. Yes, we are. Now, when you first started, you know, going to school to be a chiropr- chiropractor, chiropractor, Yep. Uh, you know, for, for a long time, because I got a lot of friends that are chiropractors, you know, when they went to school, they, they were known as quacks yeah. back, you know, back 20, 30 years ago, not now. So, you know, what was people's
1: thoughts when you're like, wait, I'm going to go to school to be a chiropractor? What was that- well, well, remember, if you look at the, the profession itself, okay, what it's done, it's been pigeonholed into a subset of medicine. And that's why you see the medicine says medical doctors are known if you look at the hierarchy of medicine, they look at like the, you know, the, the top of the food chain. And then, then somebody that, for example, has a different way of thinking or different degree actually look more at the bottom level of food chain. But all I want to tell you is this, is going through that degree, besides me going to other colleges for my degrees, is the fact that they gave me a great concept of just understanding anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, and then they have, they have a portion of care that's necessitated for people to be healthy. Now, it's, But it's not the whole picture. See, what, what, what where, where everybody gets in trouble is this, is people, I, I make fun of both camps. I make fun of the medical camp and I make fun of the natural camp, but let me explain. And by I make fun of them is their thinking can be so um, irrational that it doesn't make any sense. For example, let's start more on my world, which would be more of the natural world, and say, okay, all drugs are bad. Well, let me see a question. Have you ever had a bad toothache? <laughs> hey, give me every drug on the planet to help me get through it, all right, until mm-hmm. I get to the dentist. Or try to have dental work done without Novocaine. You know what I'm saying? Now, there are other forms of things that I take that are less damaging than Novocaine, but guess what happens? I would. We're going to need some medications every now and then for some severe issues. On the flip side, um, if you think, even being a diabetic, that you can get your body healthy with the medications or the advice that the medical doctors are going to give you the drug or surgery, you've lost your mind too. It doesn't work that way. Do you understand? So so the answer is the fact that this, if you're on either extreme camps, it's almost like in politics. If you're on either extreme camps, you've lost your mind because there's things that don't add up that way. So when I was going to one direction of besides my other things of being a chiropractor, it gave me a good perspective of that the body has certain abilities that our current healthcare form We'll never actually talk about And even today, it even shows it. If you even talk about natural immunity, they act like you're crazy. and But you understand that all immunity is natural. All immunity is. They've just so moved towards artificial stimulation and manipulation because that's what it is. That's not immunity, okay? And so what happens is, so I'm happy that I've gone in a different direction, but here's the cool thing is this. Here's the cool thing is this. What if I told you, that the, what you are going through, so you individually are going through right now being a person that suffers from, is it type one or type two diabetes that you suffer from? Type two. Okay, if you continue with advice on that medical side, I'm going to tell you right now, your future is not good. It's not. So then you know why? Because you're going to just deal with disease management and every medication you take causes a little damage every time you take it. Don't believe me, look at the box. It'll tell you it does. But the idea is this. So you still have a problem. And if you actually just don't take your, insulin your problem is more evident so all they're doing is managing you enough which makes you a very good customer but what if i told you there was a different perspective what if i told you you didn't have to live with that if you thought a little bit differently and if you look at what's happening today they don't want you to think differently and they criticize people and call this so i'm happy i don't think like them i'm extremely happy i don't think like them because the people who actually teach them and pay for their books actually are the people that sell them the products we know this do you think that medical doctors actually get information from real science or from pharmaceutically uh, stimulated and actually produced uh, uh, books that they want the people to be, and so I actually love the fact that I went in a different direction, a different college, a different thinking, because it allowed me to actually look at the female body dramatically different and solve problems that the medical system actually—no joke. Last Thursday, if you look at my media, I, I was I was blessed enough to uh, Mayo Clinic. Doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, staff, they had a great event, and uh, they had me come speak to them. And it was great because they got this church because it filled it up like crazy. I went and spoke, got talked to the pastor, went and spoke to all these scientists and things like that. Because you know what's up is this? People are still looking for problem solving. And when they don't have the answer, which the majority of the time they don't, I'm going to say that we can go through almost every condition. And I can take type 2 diabetes to COVID to everything and just show you they're just trying to get you through the day. But doing that, there it's a, it's going to be a little problem. So I'm happy that I don't have their degrees because I've been conditioned to think like them.
0: And, you know, uh, I was with, with General Nutrition Center for over 33 years. And some of my favorite people and some of my favorite conversations are with chiropractors. Yep. Because we can just geek out on talking supplements and stuff like that. And, yep. you know, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, that – sometimes using supplements is a lot better than some of the drugs that we take, you know, like, if we're, like you talking about, you know, the immune system. Yep. You know, it, it's amazing how even like this morning before we got on here, I, I went outside, put on my sweats, put my earbuds buds on, listened to some positive stuff, but did an hour of cardio. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how that boosts your immune system naturally. Yep. You know, so talk yep. to us about, you know, because now we're in the whole world of COVID You know, what are some of the things that we can do to boost our immune systems?
1: Well, let's 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 change that language, because if you understand the immune system, you you can't boost it. Okay, Okay. let me say that again. You can't boost it because here's what happens is this. And I'm going to and we're going to we're going to I'm going to talk to you like you're my patient sitting across the room from me. Okay, across the desk. That sounds so. So my question for you. Because let's say you have a concern. So let's say everybody watching now has a concern with COVID. So having a different way of thinking, I'm not worried about the virus. Do you know why? Because I was just in Hawaii, did a wonderful talk out there. We also have an office out there. And uh, it was kind of neat. And I jumped in the ocean to, with my wife and my girls. And and uh, we'll get into that story so you guys understand why uh, how we reversed her whole process. But when I jumped in that ocean, do you understand that one liter of ocean water has more viruses in it than the than the amount of humans on the planet okay what? just set that to, and, and and so just look up any virology that way so understand viruses are always there don't turn it wrong get this we know that some sixty thousand people a year before covid came along would die of flu okay and i don't even disagree with that but see here's what happens why didn't everybody die from the flu so just could you answer a question for me real quick why do you think everybody doesn't die from the flu even when they come in contact with it
0: I guess some people are just
1: healthier than others. Right. So what happens is, what if I told you that we could take a snapshot of how your immune system is functioning with a certain lab to see if you're even susceptible to COVID or any other conditions or any viruses? Okay. That's my point. And I guarantee you, you've been a doctor for all these years and it's never been done to you. Because here's what happens. The medical thinking doesn't think that way. They're looking to respond. And here's my example. I was called in the fire department. You know, think of it, the fire department. They get there. If your house is on fire, good. Axes and hoses to put it out. But when they do that, they cause some destruction through the process. But the bad part is this, is, is if they even successfully put your house out, they've caused a lot of damage. But thank God they saved their house. You need a carpenter that's going to look at the house and rebuild it, reformat, put it back to normal. That's healthcare. Medicine is a fire department. They have their axes and hoses and drugs and surgeries to actually put on the fire. Someone has COVID. Oh, my goodness, they can't breathe. They're going to die. Cool. Drugs or surgery, do what you got to do. But what happens to those people that do survive with any therapy that they give them? What happens, do you think, that when they come in contact with the next virus? See, because they have weak house. So I'm the carpenter. My job is to say, listen, but what if I told you that you could get a snapshot on testing to see how your immune response is doing, see how your hormones are doing? Because I've actually looked at over 100,000 labs myself, just hormone labs itself. And I can honestly tell you, I've never seen one doctor test it properly. And, for example, like if I were to ask you, if I were to actually ask you how old you were, when you had your testosterone and all your hormones tested, you're gonna, maybe you haven't had it done yet. But even then, guess what happens? You may have gotten it when you eventually had a problem. But see, that's the thing. We have a healthcare system that waits for everything that's on fire. And don't realize that that is a very bad way of looking at the human body because you need to maintain your house. So if you're sitting across me and you're concerned about COVID, I'm going to say, well, show me your labs that you got from your general practitioner, your specialist, every medical professional that wants to give you a shot. Why don't you give me a snapshot of your immune system and your labs? And I know right now you're going, well, they don't do that. You're right. So, the, so what they do is they use fear to make you fear a virus. And I'm saying, don't fear the virus. Let's make the host extremely strong. So when you come in contact with any virus, you actually have an ability to mount a response against it.
0: So then, okay, so using, you know, you're talking about, okay, as you know, this is a lot, lot of people that are listening to this are veterans, are yep. first responders. So, okay, our house is burned down. Yep. So how do we go about rebuilding our
1: house? So, first of all, everybody's house is different. So what you need is get some labs done. And um, I'll, I'll send you an immune panel. Like any doctor, you say, doc, could I go to the VA? Yep. Could I go general practitioner? Yep. Could I go to wellness way? Yep. You can go any. See, the labs, once again, are, are universal to everybody but they never test it because they have no care for it. Now, let's go to so, so doc, So, Doc, what can we do in general to start supporting, to start giving some lumber and some plaster and some nails and, and hammer? Do you, do you follow me on that? Yep. So here. So if you look at this, there are some things in general. There really are. Now, I would like to see these levels tested first, but we need to make sure our vitamin D levels are good. Okay? Now, on the flip side, it doesn't get enough credit, but we don't understand this. If I see white blood cell count down on a person, I can already tell you're going to be vitamin C deficient. Now, why? Because vitamin C actually goes, the receptor on the white blood cell, it goes inside there and helps it not oxidize, not rust and die off quickly. Vitamin C helps that regeneration, helps take care of your immune cells. But guess what? And this even pertains to you. Think about this. I want you to think about this, Richard, is there's a receptor on the the white blood cell that competes with the vitamin C on the white blood cell that will stop the vitamin C from getting in, which means your immune cells will die faster. And you know, it's called a GLUT one receptor. And you know what competes with vitamin C to get inside that, uh, that white blood cell? I'll give you one guess what it is.
0: I don't know. Sugar. Well, I know that, you know, because like I said, you know, I do, I've been doing a lot of studying lately. And I know that um, sugar feeds a lot of cancer cells.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. And top of it, it actually suppresses the aspect of your immune system regenerating. So did you see during any time of COVID, any doctor get up and say, You want something? You know, guess what? No, no sugar, no stuff. No, they're giving crispy cream donuts, they're giving all stuff like this. And the sad part is this, Richard, think about it this way. Is that's why if you look at the comorbidities, diabetes, obesity, because you know why? Because even if your body did come contact with the virus and your immune system was trying to respond, your cells could have died off so quickly that it can't do it and the virus overtook. See, so we, we need to do those things that are so simplistic. Now, if you look at it, so avoid sugar. Start looking at the things that can actually feed your immune response, support your immune organs. Now, yes, doc, you say, does elderberry, does echinacea, does astragalus. Astragalus is one of the best things in the world. Yep. Once again, and stuff to do it that way. But the idea is this. But I want to make this very clear. This is where we became so different than every healthcare venue in the world. Is the fact that, listen, if you have a lab done, now we can specifically know what your body needs. So every listener, if they are on here right now, they don't know how much their vitamin D levels are need to be taken in order to keep their levels normal. You got to get tested and find out. They don't know what immune cells could be deficient on them. So if you did take elderberry and didn't need it, you actually just pee it out. The sad part is I'm taking some good things. Yes, but if you don't know what you need, and let's even go back to this. I know people say, doc, I'm taking 10 supplements. My first question is how do you know you need them? See, this is what we have to get away from. We have to get away from how do we build things or boost things. You don't, you can't, you if you're if your white blood cells normal, white blood cell counts normal, and you take elderberry or echinacea, it doesn't make it go higher. It doesn't, it can't because that would actually make you sick. See, that's why it happens. There's no such thing as boosting. If you're low and you're deficient, now yes, if you take something that goes up back up to normal, that's not boosting. See, the whole idea is keeping your body normal. So that when COVID came along, I'm like, cool, another virus, host is strong, great. And I, and I and I would never recommend anybody but doing this i did this purposely to show people what i believe because i stand by what i believe now this is me so don't follow this this is not advice don't do this i just gotta stay clear because um but when i actually knew i got covid i got it on october eighth, two 2020 it was fantastic um guess what happens I had a little little fever for a part of a day lost a little taste and smell for two days guess what happens Great. Pulled all my immune cells, actually saw my antibodies, saw everything. My immune cells are doing great for it that way. So all my labs, we uh, re- just did my labs in September. My immune response is doing great. And that's why, but between the time I got it, two weeks after, to the time I did my second test just to see where my immune cells were at, I actually, when I found out somebody was had was COVID positive or actually even going through the infection, I literally, and this is this is 100% true, it's not traumatic. It's what I did to prove my point. I actually went to that person, gave him a spoon, said, put this in your mouth. And I put it in my mouth right after. Did over 50 people, documented, of infected people. Well, doc, well, because well, you know why? It, when, when the host is strong, don't fear a virus. That's where, where people actually have to get back to. And our current medical system will never teach how to strengthen host. And the sad part is the natural realm just says, take all these crazy things, and then people still get sick. Well, it's because it's unspecific for their body and if you look at my wife that suffered from endometriosis there might be some women going oh my goodness i know somebody take it what did you give your wife well you're not my wife and the reasons that things that caused her endometriosis is different per individual but what if i told you there is a way to test that the current medical system will never test because they have no they have no care for it there's no drug or surgery for that it's why when covid came out i said guys guess what happens they have to create your life hell because the virus will circulate through anybody within four to six months across the world. So they have to delay your life and they have to create hell for you so they can create a vaccine. And Trump did it. So I don't give – and now we've seen all destruction from the thing. And it's it not a good thing. It's actually a really destructive thing. But the idea is this. That's why they had to delay masks and, and lockdowns and things like that because they knew if they could do that, then people would think that a vaccine would do something. And a vaccine doesn't do that. And that's why we're sitting there going. They they create things like, oh, they had a breakthrough infection. No, they're still sick. And next infection that comes along, even if it's COVID again, they're going to get it again. And boosters aren't going to save people.
0: Okay, so now, you know, one thing that that never really gets talked about. Yep. I was in in the health and fitness industry. I was in, you know, with the bodybuilding industry. Yeah. And for a long time, you know, things if you said, you know, testosterone replacement therapy. People thought, oh, you're on juice, you're on steroids, you know, but a lot of people don't realize, you know, how, you know, the difference between a man at 18 and a man at 53, their testosterone levels, how low they can get and what, and what are some of the ramifications of a man having low testosterone?
1: Okay, but let's go here. You read my book, right? Yep. I loved it three times. I'm still reading it again. (laughs) Do you understand there should be no difference between an 18 and a 53 year old when it comes to their testosterone levels? Yep. There shouldn't. But because the current system that we have to teach men how to take care of themselves allows them to get sick and their house rottens out and their testosterone gets low. Now, Jerome, testosterone dictates a man's life. It dictates a man's life both physically and mentally. And see, so therefore, if you look at just even consistent regeneration, it's a growth hormone. It's an anabolic hormone. That's why we talk about anabolic steroids. Once again, it's an anabolic hormone. It's meant for growth and repair. And if your testosterone levels go down, we, you know that's why I, I, I kind of get frustrated when they talk about impotence and all things like that. That's the last thing I, I'm worried about. I'm worried about cardiovascular regeneration. I'm worried about lung regeneration. I'm worried about GI. I'm worried about uh, musculoskeletal regeneration. I'm worried about neurological regeneration. So when testosterone drops, there is a massive re- regenerative slowing down. Do you see what I'm saying? And then atop it, there's physical and psychological things that destroy a man if his testosterone is low. It is devastating, this idea that testosterone dropping down, oh, it happens to get older. No, it only happens when you start to get sick. So when they do replacement therapy, which once again? I'll make it very clear. I understand why people do it. I'm not a fan of it, okay? Because there's other ways, but it happens this. They feel dramatically great. They do because at least they have some fuel in the tank that allows them to get some regeneration to get them through the day. Hormones are messengers. They dictate your life. So, this concept that it's supposed to go down with age, I will show you my testosterone levels at 800. Well, doc, you know, do you take No, I know how to maintain it to keep it well. I'll show you labs of 70, 80 year old people that have six, 700. Well, no, doc, uh, our doctors said, oh, all the doctors say that uh, testosterone drops down after the age of 30. Yeah, if you're under their care, if you're under their care and their perspective. And that's where people don't realize. Now, I'm on skin. I'm not saying if all of a sudden you're lifting weights and you all of a sudden drop a 50-pound weight on your foot and it's broken, don't use drugs or surgery. Yes, there's a fire. There's an emergency. Go get all the drugs and surgery you want. But if you're trying to maintain your body with drugs or surgery, you're still sick. And you're going to stay that way. And that's why. But you know what happens to this? You've been in the health and fitness industry. Here's what happens. You know this as far as fitness. There's no drug or surgery that going to make you fit. You need some discipline. You need some your own action and responsibility. What's the one thing you don't hear when it comes to the medical field you don't hear when it comes to politics in general? Responsibility. We need to be responsible for our health. My doctor, my governor, my president is not responsible for my health, nor does he have the right to tell me what to do with it. And that's where I have stood against all this stuff from day one. Because
0: so how but, do we um... – You know, get back to center with our testosterone.
1: Okay. First of all, here we go. Understand that testosterone, and and, and you've read in the book, And get the whole perspective of hormones tested because here's what happens. All you need for testosterone, honestly, and this is very general, but follow me on this, you need an LH hormone from the brain, luteinizing hormone, that now stimulates your testicle to produce it now on top of it yes you do need some ingredients there's no doubt but cholesterol is the main factor so number one to understand testosterone you have to understand cholesterol is essential for you to produce testosterone it's the backbone okay now so therefore here's what happens i know it sounds interesting you need to give your body what it needs to be able to produce it that way and that's why you see certain things like you'll see zinc and you see nettle and all the other different supplementation which i'm a fan of do you, I really am, yeah. but here's the problem. So when you look at, you can't watch a football game without watching testosterone boosting supplements. Well, actually, that's kind of a misleading. That's kind of a lie. You can't boost testosterone. You cannot. Your t- your body will produce what it needs at a certain time, at a certain amount. Okay. So if you're deficient, it's because you lack things. Here's the biggest problem. Most guys don't have a problem producing testosterone. And here I read, and I, let me tell you about this study. I'm going to be talking on my show this Saturday. A recent study came out and talked about one out of every 100 breast cancer uh, individuals are actually males now, and it's related to their testosterone, but let me explain why. Because here's what happens. Testosterone is not an end-stage hormone. it's actually can be converted to other forms, Mm -hmm. and testosterone can aromatase from testosterone down to estrogen. And the reason why males are getting so much breast cancer is because they could be doing everything to produce their testosterone, doing supplementations. Do an exercise, which actually will get your body to produce it, but then they aromatase it down to estrogens, and that's why you can still see weightlifters that are fat, have a belly. They actually, no joke, I'll show you weightlifters that even develop some muscle and have no sex drive. I'll show you weightlifters that actually have massive amount of of low testosterone, because you know why? Because they're doing stuff like protein shakes, which is absolutely ridiculous. Okay, we can get into that. Uh, But the idea is this. Because here's what happens: they're going to aromatase their their testosterone to estrogens, and the number one stimulant to do that is actually sugar.
0: Sugar. Yep. And you see a lot of bodybuilders; they get they you know they get bitched. You know, they got to get yep. sick because of the you know estrogen. So I talked about you know because I know a lot of times you know even with, with natural test stuff you know yep. they have something you know that'll help with the test, but also help lower estrogen. Yep. So how, does, how do you lower estrogen?
1: Well, estrogen, once again, now, this is where I didn't realize this statement was going to make me popular all over the world when I was in my 20s. Estrogen, Richard, is not a hormone. Now, that surprises women. Now, when I go speak, like, I got to speak to a huge crowd in St. Louis tomorrow. I got to speak to a huge crowd in uh, Columbia, Missouri, which is just north of St. Louis by about two hours. And I will stand up in front of ton of people, and guess what's going to happen? I'll say, listen, raise your hand if you believe that hormone – all the listeners will be raising their hand. But here's what happens. Estrogen is not a hormone. Estrogen is a term that defines many hormones. And here's my point. This is how I figured out female healthcare. If you look at estradiol, esterone, estriol, people say, oh, that's three of – but there's more estrogens. No medical field has ever tested estrogens. And that's why we can't figure out female hormones like I did back in my 20s and which now that's how we became an international company, showing women that you need to have a complete picture. But here's the thing. When those estrogens are produced by a guy or a woman, those estrogens convert from one form to another. And then they have to be eliminated into water. There's an organ that when there's a production, there's now a metabolic process. It's called metabolism. It takes a fat-soluble hormone. It takes fat adipose tissue, and it converts it into water so it can be eliminated. And, Richard, guess what organ that is? Talk to me. Liver. Yep. So here's what happens. So when these guys, as you say, get breasts, when these yep. women end up with breast cancer, they cannot take their estrogens. And it's like this. If you took a tub and turned on the faucet and plugged every every drain – And all of a sudden, like, oh, my goodness, there's too much estrogen. There's not too much estrogen. Take out the darn plug and allow that to drain out. The liver can get congested. The liver can get damaged from toxins, from sugar, from fatty liver disease, from alcohol, from all these bad foods, from all the bad chemicals, from mental stress, cortisol. And instead of actually getting the liver repaired and regenerated like a carpenter, they're stuck with the estrogens floating through your system, which is going to cause a ton of problems. So guess what happens? That's why you need to actually do things to support your normal liver pathways, but guess what happens? What you need to do before that is see which ones are clogged. When I looked at my wife's, when I actually called the largest lab in the world back in 1999, I said, I want to measure. They said this, you can do it, but why insurance doesn't pay for it? I'm like, I don't care. Now, if I would've been a medical person, If I'd have been trained like a medical doctor, I never would have been thought this way. Thank God my undergraduate degrees. Thank God my chiropractic degree. Thank God my other degrees I have and my other education allowed me to come from a different perspective and say, I don't care what the medical thinking. So they can call me a quack, but I get results that they don't. I get the results that they can't. Because you know why? Just like they get the results I can't if somebody breaks their leg. I can't get the results they have. I don't have the tools and understanding. But they don't have my tools and my understanding.
0: You know, man, See, I love it. You know, like um a couple years ago when one of my favorite drummers of all, all time, Peter Chris from KISS, yes that he had breast cancer. And it, it kind of put it back on the, the front burner, you know, that men also can get breast cancer. But and, and I think that's one of the great things that you know sometimes when a celebrity comes out, it helps, you know, men that they should definitely, you know, get checked. And I was talking to a gentleman yesterday, a doctor, about prostate cancer. Yep. I think like you said, I think we, we need to be checked and make sure
1: that we're get back to center health-wise, you know what I mean? Yep. Well, on top of it, they'll blame they'll blame prostate cancer and testosterone. I'm like, that is one of the dumbest concept I ever heard in my life. Testosterone lowering medications. I'm like, guys, if that was the case. By even your standards, everybody – so let's take the medical standards of prostate cancer. Well, it's testosterone, DHT. Really? What, what, are, what are the highest levels by your standards? Well, 18 to 30 years old, so why didn't they all end up prostate cancer when the testosterone DHT was highest? Do you understand prostate cancer has more to do with them converting to estrogens than it ever does doing with testosterone? I'm like, going oh, and they're destroying men's lives based on prostate cancer, based on the concept of testosterone causing it. What a yeah. ridiculous thing. Now
0: back to what we talked, we're talking about earlier. I'm sorry. I didn't, um, talking about, you know, you know, your liver, you know, a lot of people, you know, for me, I've been, I've always taken milk thistle. I I don't drink. I
1: quit drinking 30 years ago. Good. So what are
0: some of the things we can do to get a healthy?
1: Well, if all your listeners right now just jumped online. Okay. And this is the one thing there's, and here's the cool thing is this people do not realize this. Do you understand that herbs have been studied for thousands of years? Mm-hmm. So, yes. and they even, are even, they're even, they're even uh, um, massive research on PubMed. When I when I spoke to all the Mayo Clinic doctors, nurses, NPs, scientists, some of that, I pulled up all their all of their stuff, and they're like, "But see, it's not part of their world, so they don't care about it." Okay, not that they don't care about it. It's just that they're they don't know what to do. So one of my favorite herbs, I think, is essential not only for guys but women. This is actually this is actually the the woman herb that I think everyone. My wife and my daughters have taken it since my daughters have taken it since they start taking herbs when they're one year old. My kids have never had any food before one year old. but They've taken supplements since they're born. Um, if you look at cassandra, all right, yeah. Just take a take a look at cassandra, man. It's one of the greatest adaptogens. But if you even go there – I just pulled up WebMD. So what's the most medical website in the world? WebMD it pulls all stuff from PubMed. Look at this. Watch this. Cessandra's used and I'm reading it specifically from WebMD right now on overview. Cassandra's used as an adaption to increase resistance to disease and stress, increase energy, increase physical performance and endurance. What person wouldn't want that? Yeah. But here's what. Here's the coolest thing is this. How does it work? The chemicals in Cassandra. Think about this. I want you to think about something. We talked about aromatase. That testosterone converts to aromatase. The medical thinking, the real doctors, quote as they call us quacks, the real doctors say, well instead of normalizing it, why don't we manipulate it? How's that done for us when we manipulate the body with vaccines and other drugs? It causes negative side effects. It causes a lot of damage. Okay? So they, so, so what happens is this. Could, you could actually support that taste pathway to make it normal and not worry about those problems. Now watch this. So it says, how does it work? The chemicals, the constituents in these things, it's what God gave us. That's what our body needs. Cassandra improves liver function by stimulating enzymes quote proteins that speed up biochemical reactions in liver and promote liver cell growth do you understand there's no drug that can help you rebuild an organ but what if i told you because i'm a carpenter doctor i know how to build houses that there's things that you can do to help rebuild those organs why you're helping them work
0: you know and i love that you know and i always talk about you know, this, you know the liver is one of the only organs that can actually regenerate it's, you know, help if, if it's healthy.
1: Well, here, let me, let me correct on that. Every organ, every day regenerates. The brain is just the slowest. The liver is the only known organ that could be cut in half and grow out. Cause remember the skin cells you woke up this morning, guess what will they be by tonight? They're dead. They regenerated. Do you understand? Our yep. body regenerates every day. So just, just so people know, I know a lot of people say it's the only one organ that regenerates. No, no, we do. Our body is new. We almost have a new body every year. But see, if you use drugs or surgery, you can't have a good new body. You have a rotten body. And that's why in their claim to fame is we kept you alive. Great. We kept you alive for a nursing home where you can't do shit. I love it.
0: You know, that's what I love about you, Doc. You know, you're, you keep it real 100. Uh, so, you know, one of the other um, products that, I, that I've used for now years is turmeric. And the reason I started taking it is my partner with General Nutrition Center, he was from yep. India, and he would always tell me, he's like, think about, you know, how in, in India, diabetes is very high, but the cancer is very low. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, because we eat a lot of curcumin, turmeric. Exactly. So what are your thoughts on turmeric and curcumin?
1: Um, it's essential for life. See, we have to stop we have to stop looking at herbs like they're like they're a medication. You say, Doc, but they have chemicals that that all of our pathways need. It's kind of like, yes, you understand if we go back to history of willow bark. Okay. Willow bark, as you know, if you, you can get by buy willow bark from GNC Bill bark, for anybody that way, just make sure you good get a good form. But here's what happens this willow bark actually that's how they came up with aspirin. Yep. Every every drug was actually either has a natural component. Or tries to mimic what it does. Yep. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And see, so this idea, so I want you to picture this. I want you to picture opening my refrigerator and instead of have them put in liquid form, because I like liquid herbs better because they're just 10 times more potent and they actually uh, they can react much faster. But let's say that instead of having instead of having um, uh, um, them in pill form or them in liquid form in my in my refrigerator, I opened up and you saw all the greens and all the things and all then all the plants that actually get those from. Would you ever look and say, when do we stop taking when do we stop eating those good healthy plants? See, they gotta be a normal part of our diet. Because here's what happens: you you know it's really funny, you've probably heard this term, and I hate that they don't complete it. Food is thy medicine. You yep. hear it all the time, people use her slogans all the time. That's not the quote. It's food is thy medicine, comma, and let medicine be thy food. We are supposed to be eating medicinal herbs and things like that on a regular basis as food. Cassandra so is a food. It helps regenerate your organs. Do you see what I'm saying? We need to look at, so so turmeric, okay, and I'm not a fan of curcurements. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. I'm going to throw the whole supplement world off. Fractionated synthetic vitamins are poisons. I don't like procurements. Do you see I'm saying? Because what they're trying to do, is you're getting, you're not getting it from turmeric. They're getting it from ginger. Mm-hmm. So I'm a person that says, If you're going to get no, if you grind, if you actually get a supplement that has a whole food herb in there, a whole food vitamin, because you look at B vitamins, you get a lot of B vitamins from corn, car, uh, oil, uh, instead of getting B vitamins from the proper sources that way. So you got to be very, you got to be very careful on your sourcing. So I'm not a fan of any fractionated thing. So I have turmeric liquid on a daily basis, and that's why if you look at some of the foreign countries that you ask them, they're not eating curcumin; they're having turmeric. And yes, the curcurements, there's over 30 curcumin's in turmeric. See what they've done, though? They've isolated some of the curcumin's for pain and inflammation. But do you know some of like this? Those other curcumin's are needed for the bioactive aspect for even those who use it. And that's why you always say, well, curcumin needs certain things to absorb. No, it doesn't. If you synthetically make it, it needs some things to absorb. If you actually truly had turmeric in a tea form or a liquid form, you don't need the extra things for it to absorb. It already has them. See, that's why the natural world has become, so once again, more of a business, too, which drives me nuts a little bit because it's not allowing these people to actually truly get the medicinal value from an herb.
0: Okay, so then – and then, now I have a question just because I yep. want to know. You know, a lot of times when you see a you know, turmeric supplement, they'll put uh, black pepper, biopurin in. Why would, why would they add that in?
1: Because Synthetic. Synthetic. So it's, it that makes it very non-absorbable. If you get a, just a good form, just a, and you get it from a health food store, you get it from a doc, you ever make it that way? So once again, um, just get a good source of a good liquid one. Once again, because it's usually the extract is from an alcohol form, a good alcohol. And then what happens is it has all the constituents for it to absorb. When you manipulate something, you reduce its absorption. So you got to add other herbs for it to absorb. Pepper is an herb. Do you say, and that's this concept that you need to actually add all these additives for it to absorb. Actually, actually makes no clinical sense. Zero. And that's why you see all these people. Well, we need nano procurements and stuff like that. Okay, cool. I get what you're saying, but the reason why you use a nanoparticle is because you need a delivery system because you destroyed the original turmeric in the first place. I got it.
0: So now, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I, you know, I love your book. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm reading it for don't you know, go going on the fourth time, um, and I'm sure you caught a lot of flack from a lot of different people. <laughs> so, you know, because you know, once sometimes you go against the grain. You're going to have a lot of haters. So, you know, your book is called, you know, I disagree. So talk to us about it, why you wrote it. And was it cathartic when you were writing it? And what kind of response have you got?
1: Okay, so full transparency, I didn't write the book. (laughs) Now, what I mean by that is this, my wife and my writers put together, um, because obviously I go and speak almost the exact same thing every single, like tomorrow, St. Louis and things like that. And um, so it's all my work put together that way. And what happened was this. But see, it was interesting because I built, I was never a speaker. I was never uh, a book writer. I have clinics all over the world. Um, we continue to open clinics, multiple ones every single, every single month because of a want of sick people. So when the book was put together, it came from when I looked at my wife 22 years ago when I met her and said, I disagree with what they're telling you. Guess what happens? Uh, Richard, I disagree with what they're telling you about COVID. I disagree with they tell you about diabetes. I disagree with they tell you about cancers. And then the only difference where I have some pull compared to all their speakers and podcasters and things like that is I'm doing it every day in clinics across the world. And the results. So when, clinic, uh, when I got to speak to those doctors and everything like that, and scientists and stuff, it wasn't because I just came up with an idea and sold a book. It was the fact that every day I'm sitting in my Green Bay office right now, our huge corporate office. There's patients every day that we're talking about this, recovering from all these things. So therefore, when I put the book together, no joke, within 24 hours, I cannot believe it. It was popped up on Amazon, international bestseller. I was blown away. Now, because I speak so clearly about what hormones do to men and women. Of Obviously, I know this sounds interesting, and I welcome them to actually come on my show. I welcome them to actually share their opinion, and we can have a good dialogue and then just let the let the uh let the public decide. but do you mind if I talk about a little controversy? Do you have any problem with it
0: no, I mean that's you know that's one thing about my show when I have somebody on it's always gonna be real talk. it's gonna be no b s
1: okay so here's here's something that frustrates me. so we're talking about the okay. So if I, I can send you so much medical literature on just the normal function of the liver compared to a male liver, compared to a female liver. Now let's start here. A male liver can, doesn't have the same capacity to metabolize estrogen, estrogens as a woman. We don't understand that. Why? Because the estrogens in women are dramatically higher than in men. Okay? Why is that important? Because if you start shooting a man up, with estrogens, you're gonna make him extremely sick because I don't care if he thinks he's a girl. His liver doesn't understand that. And you start giving them woman-based estrogens at that level. You're gonna cause cancers and everything like that in this group of individuals and you took an oath to do no harm. And that's basic anatomy. So when they're trying to do all these reassignment surgeries, I'm saddened for that group of individuals and I do and remember and I have experience with the transgender community. I am. I, I actually, I have a staff member that has a transgender person. I truly understand that they truly believe that they're the opposite sex and cool. I don't try. I said, it's your experience. I'm not going to try to take that away from you, but I see hormonal problems in every one of them. And okay. The I, of it, I
0: have a question that's going to, you know, talking about this issue in the military, you know, because yeah. that, that's where I'm from. That's my background. Yep. They have no problem with a person transitioning, you know, to whatever sex, but they have a problem doing, uh, giving a man testosterone. Why was that? Why is that an issue? If you have one problem, if you're, if if you're willing to give testosterone, to a woman to turn into a man, but yep. you can't give testosterone to a
1: man trying to
0: become a better man. I don't get
1: it. I'm, I'm just going to give you an opinion. I have no basis on it. It's based on culture. It's not based on science. Do you no. Because scientifically, I have begged several of my – number. I apologize – I haven't taken a new patient in a long time. I don't clinically see anybody except for a couple of females that I helped that were probably the most severe women's I've ever taken care of in history. But the idea is this is, but obviously my clinics all see us and they reference me a lot of different things we take care of. And, uh, and I sat with a transgender girl the other day and um, I beg of them, I said, listen, I beg of them, please do not put your body into a state of this because here's what happens and I really I said this at the the, the male clinic doctors and nurses and everything and I said this to them and, they, and I said and they all got the right answer. I said if you inject by just biology forget what happens above, between the ears. The biology that the, the physiology happens to a woman's body compared to a man and you give a male estrogen level levels like a woman and you stop doing it what does their body genetically do? It brings it back to what a male levels are supposed to be. If you take a female level and inject them with testosterone, you can clinically, even in a lab, get them up to seven hundred like a guy. But what happens when you start taking it? That really brings it back. See, that's why I sit there and go: Do you want to have a debate on emotions and culture, or or do we want to do this? Do we want to actually have a debate on physiology and biochemistry? See, yeah, I can't. I I will never take away from a person's cultural or mental experience what they think. I gotta stick with what the body does. Yes. I just can't I, I can't I can't see a person taking that level of hormone and no one will tell you that their health will turn all good. They're gonna end up with cancers and things like that. And we and I can't support that. I can't support because I don't want them to die. Okay, then
0: I have another question that's kind of uh yep controversial since we're going here we might as well we might as well put it all out on the table. We might as well dave chappelle this stuff yeah <laughs> you know so you know in new jersey they just passed the, the cbd law or you know they passed the marijuana law and for positive or negative for positive they passed it you know it's it's legal now fantastic and so you know and i know that you know, I actually have a box of CBD sitting in front of me that one of my sponsors sent me. But, you know, I know that we have the cannabinoid system, you know, in our bodies. Cannabinoid, yep. But what are your thoughts on uh, CBD, um, THC, and what's going on in- today with
1: legalizing marijuana? I think it's essential. I think marijuana, I, I think that what happens is this. Um, as you probably know from my history, I'm a big politics person. I think I think Republicans are weak, and I think Democrats are horrible. Okay, all the parties. All right, that's just me. Remember, I'm just people. I know who I am. I'm a constitutional. I'm a very. I'm a very constitutional freedom person. I have been my whole life. I learned about. I learned about the Constitution when I was in college. I've been obsessed with it since I was little. Okay, um. Uh, so therefore, and then we talk about from a freedom standpoint. No one should ever regulate what you put in your body. We're seeing that right now. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to say I'm not a fan of Trump when it came to. The, he was a, one of the greatest presidents in history till COVID, and he became worse than Bernie Sanders could ever have been. And so, therefore, don't get Trump off the hook for all you people that love Trump. I'm trust me. If he'd run, I'd vote for him over any kind of uh, thing that way because I'm more of a freedom person. But the idea is this: he messed up COVID. He really did. He caused this. Biden's being worse than I believe Trump would have been. But that's what comes down to. Also, when it comes down to politics, get involved in healthcare. Do you understand that THG? Do you understand that there is actually, as far as you want to talk about, even medical treatment? Here, think about this way: when uh, when a person's going through chemotherapy drugs, where did they mimic yep. that from? Where did they mimic that from? From marijuana. They actually mimicked it chemically. Do you understand? They're yep. actually mimicking marijuana. Yet marijuana is actually once again. Do you understand? You can't overdose on marijuana.
0: Mm, yep.
1: You know, you, you'll go to sleep before it that happens. Now, remember, I'm not a fan of smoking it. I think you should all, there are benefits of smoking, don't get me wrong, but I'm not a fan of smoking I think that should be all edibles and oils and things like that. Heck, no joke. I just had an edible the other day. I think I've taken like edibles 13 times. I'm a huge fan of them. And but now,
0: when you're smoking it, does it have any negative effect on your lungs?
1: Uh, yes, it does. That's why I'm not a fan of smoking. It does. It does use an oil form, use a a smoking in general. I don't even encourage smoking fish because if you're up in the Midwest, smoke fish, there's still some carcinogens that are on there. I just encourage people don't smoke it. Now, do I see benefit? Yes. If I I look at, you know, we look at all my my suicides and look how many depression there is from from military. Marijuana could, could help them dramatically. And it's so cheap. See, that's the difference. And they don't want to legalize it because pharmaceuticals will lose billions if they legalize it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so now since you went there, um, you know, like I said, I'm a very big uh, veteran and first responder. Yeah. And a lot of us uh, suffer from post-traumatic stress. Absolutely. What are some of the natural things
1: that we can do to help with post-traumatic stress? So let me go down, let me go down my favorite list, marijuana, because I know it's really funny. I like CBD oil. So it's not the same. Um, marijuana would be number one on my list. Number two would be CBD. Number three would be California poppy. Now, because people are a little sketchy on the marijuana and the hemp thing that way, California poppy is actually, if you look up all the research, it's so good for their brain. So good at producing all the calming neurotransmitters. Helps so many ways. Uh, but that's my top three by far. Um, next might be kava. Uh, there are there is some things that cannabis sometimes can affect the liver a little bit. So yeah. I would actually look at California poppy to me is probably the second most sold thing that I've ever had in my career just because of the amount of stress that's out there. Uh, but I encourage people for marijuana, CBD like crazy. I really do. Um, but those two, but my hierarchy would be marijuana, CBD, California poppy. I love it. So,
0: Doc, how do we find you? How can we get in touch with you? How do we pick up your book?
1: uh books on amazon you know i am saying still still i cannot believe how many uh, hundreds of thousands of copies we've sold uh worldwide it blew my mind away um my website for my just the clinics i have all over the world is thewellnessway.com just thewellnessway.com um we have offices from hawaii to europe and uh now if people want to see where i'm speaking well it doesn't do my whole speaking it's just my major my major hormone connection seminar that just go to dr so drpatrickflynn.com um i have a show every saturday uh it's kind of nice and all i do is put out this information like this i do it more in a scientific way i teach and stuff like that um it's, now it's going to sound funny on this i don't sell products now what i mean that doesn't mean people can't get stuff from my website i'm saying i don't sell products for example i'm i want people to understand this i'm a big tester I believe that everybody's house. You get my analogy. Everybody, I, I picture the by the like house. Everybody's house is different. Everybody needs to get tested first before they run out and get something, even a supplement. Do you understand? Know I'm I'm, that's what I said. I gave you some things I like about the immune system, but it doesn't mean that your immune system needs that. You already may be sufficient in things. You may be deficient in other things that you do not know. Testing is the key to everything that way. So thewellnessway.com is the best thing that I put so much information out. Um, I get censored a lot, so YouTube kicks me off every once in a while, so is Facebook. Uh, But surprisingly, I haven't been taken off, which really surprised me. But the idea is this, but going to our website, thewellnessway.com, gives you the best information, all the history of my talks, things like that. So then, how
0: do we you know
1: if you want to plug in anybody
0: else you know because I'm all about that too if somebody wants to get some of these tests, where do
1: they get them? Well, no joke, you can get them from any, any doctor. That's the thing, deep Sam, so if you go watch some of my videos and I talk about here's a thyroid panel, I actually give you the thyroid panel here go ask these for these. Uh, clinical markers. If you want to get a hormone test done, here, go online and get a Dutch test. Or here, you want the, you want these hormones done, here's a blood panel. See, that's the thing. It, it, the, the labs can be done by anybody, but it's watching the videos and understanding it. So, for example, if all of a sudden I say, get your thyroid tested, well, doc, I have my thyroid tested. Do you know in, 20, in 22 years of practice, I've never seen one doctor test the thyroid properly? They'll do TSH. That's not even the thyroid hormone, that's a hormone. Well, doc, now they do my T4, or my T3. Great, where are all the other levels? Wait, what do you mean? They're missing so many things. But see, their testing is only based on what they can treat. It's not based on the physiological, biochemical view of what you need to do. That's why women don't get their hormones tested properly because there's no nothing that they already done to manipulate or, or change it that way. See, so go and watch my videos. And my videos are educational. Doc, but do you talk about supplements on there? No, because I can't relate a supplement to a lab until I see what your gut's going on. So that's why people are like, we don't sell anything. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm trying to get you to understand how the body works and then you can figure out what your body needs and if you need a doctor to guide you for. I love it. So guys,
0: definitely check out www.thewellnesswayclinics.com. Nope, it's just the wellness way.
1: way.
0: Yep, it's the com. No clinics. The wells okay.
1: thewellnessway.com.
0: And I was just on your website earlier today. It's easy to navigate, even for a low-tech redneck like myself. So it's very easy. It's very, um, very user-friendly. So guys, definitely check it out. Doc, I just want to say thank you. Um, It was fun. I had so much fun talking to you. And I I would love to be able to talk further because I could just geek out talking supplements. I could do that all day long.
1: Uh, we could we could do a whole show just on just like talk about just the supplementation, what 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 its effect physiologically and stuff like that, and then every everybody can fact check us because I can show you every pathway of the body, how it's working, how the immune system works, how the brain works that way, and um, it's kind of great. So we should do a show one time like that.
0: I love it. So guys, Matt, make sure you pick up his book. It's called I Disagree. Totally amazing. One of the best books I've ever read. All right, Doc. We'll have an amazing week and
1: crush it this week. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us today. Please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.